Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host Ryan McMillan, the Athletic Director at Muskego. We are now joined by the Athletic Director at Oak Creek. He is Scott Holler. You uh, might know him as my co-host on the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show, but now he's uh, putting a different hat on. And uh, certainly happy birthday. Did you get that email I sent you, by the way? I did. I did. Thank you very much. How are you guys yeah. doing today? Doing good. Happy birthday. That uh, You had a good week. I, you had a good week, I hope. I talked to you that day. And, and you were yeah. busy with your family, which is awesome. Hey, let's just jump right in. In your conference, Southeast Conference, um, Franklin, Kenosha, Bradford, Indian Trail, Tremper, and Oak Creek have all decided, yes, we're going to play in the fall. And then Horlick Park and Case have decided they want to postpone and play in the spring. What does that mean for the teams that are in your conference, and how are you going to figure out this uh, this schedule? Yeah, so that's 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 pretty much been the week, is uh, being on a lot of calls and, and trying to figure out um, – exactly what it's going to look like so for football in particular uh we're going to go with a with a five-week regular season schedule to start and obviously that leaves one team every week with having a bye and then from there what we're going to do in week six and seven is basically set up a little little conference tournament uh whoever based on how everyone did in those for their four regular season games kind of do a little and i and we're still to be honest with you we're still kind of 
you know, deciding if, if we're going to call it a conference tournament, if we're just going to call it more conference games. But the idea is to, to seed those week six and seven games. And that way, you know, have something for the kids to be playing for towards the end of the season. And then hopefully, based on whatever the WIA comes up with, um, hopefully somebody from our conference is able to advance to some sort of playoff or regional competition in weeks eight and nine. And, and then the rest of us will, will figure out um, exactly what we're doing in weeks eight and nine sort of at that point. Hey, Scott, as the uh, president of the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association, I know that 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 you guys um, had a few things to say about, look, if you're going to move to the spring, and, and I thought it was it was really good. You said, hey, you've already we've already lost one season here. You know, let's let's see if we can't get people to play in the fall and then you know, baseball can kind of stay the same. And, and he, I know that that was very difficult because we had a million conversations, you and I, about the seniors that were going to play right. baseball at Oak Creek. You must be happy with the, um, the the fact that Oak Creek, at least for now, is going to try to in an attempt to play football in the fall. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I it's really been a head-scratcher to me, and I, and I don't mean any disrespect for those communities that have, made the decision to, to move sports. That's Everyone's got to make a decision that's best for them. I, I am excited for, for all of these athletes that, you know, are, are multi-sport athletes and aren't going to be forced to have that carryover in the spring. And especially the what are considered, I know the WIA is trying to go, on, go away from this low-risk label, but I really don't understand why, you know, so many of these low-risk sports uh, can't be going on. You know, if you're going to, maybe move some of the high-risk sports or whatnot, okay, you know, there's a little bit more uh, of a challenge with some of those. But girls golf, girls tennis, um, you know, uh, cross-country in my opinion, uh, it's really blown my mind how many conferences have decided, conferences, uh, even at the college level, which obviously we know is a different animal uh, in terms of kids on campus and whatnot, but I'm just, I'm just shocked at how many aren't attempting to give these kids a chance to compete uh here in the fall in those low risk sports so but back to your original question mike yeah i i'm very happy and and by all means we know we got a lot of work to do and i'm, I'm proud of i'm proud of our students they, they've been fantastic i'm proud of our coaches uh so far it's been a great week i've been out i've been i've talked to uh, all the teams I've, I've been you know contact been in contact with my coaches so we're really excited about how it's going so far but again we know it's it's going to be a, a big community effort Hey, um, talking to two athletic directors, I'm wondering if you guys have gone in and asked for raises. Because, man, you know, <laughs> McMillan, you, you might want to get a raise and, and holler with, with this was supposed to, you know, last six weeks supposed to be some downtime for you boys and, and not a whole lot. I can't imagine that, uh, McMillan, you've, you've done much golf, uh, playing golf or going fishing or anything, right? Uh, no, not uh, not lately. <laughs> so you know, if Mike, you need, Mike, hey, if you guys, hey, if you guys need an agent to go get you so, some more money from the school district, you call me. I'll I'll get fifteen percent, <laughs> but I'll get you a raise. <laughs> no, Mike. The only thing I'll add to that is, I think you just, we just want people to know, you know, in our case, in our conference, and I know I can, you know, assume the same for Ryan and the Classic Eight Eighties. We're just trying to get this right. You know, and it's there's a lot of people out there who are are going to be critical no matter what the decision is, and I get that. Um, there's so much involved, so many of these decisions, but we are we're just trying to get it right in in the way of what's best for kids, and that's and that's just 
I've gone to bed, you know, every night knowing, okay, this is, I'm doing the best that we can for our kids in our community, and um, that's all you can do. And, you know, you and I, Ryan knows this, but an athletic director is doing a good job when <laughs> when, when people aren't talking about the athletic right. director. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when you don't know, when, when everything's going well, it means the athletic director's not getting talked about. So that's the goal, you know. So unfortunately, this has kind of thrust us into, um, you know, some tough conversations. And, and we, we know going into it, not everyone's going to agree, but uh, we're just trying to do what's best for these kids. Hey, hey Scott, have you talked to the guys um, in Racine? And and yeah. if you're the athletic director at Case or Horlick or Park, what... What, what are you, you're, you're just looking for games then, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's going to be a challenge for them. We, we have been, they, they're still on our, our conference calls for the most part. Um, you know, the one we had about scheduling yesterday, they weren't because obviously they've already made their decision. But yeah, they, they're, they're well aware that, uh, especially with the Southern Lakes Conference near them also going uh, ahead with all fall sports, it, it is going to be a challenge uh, for, for the Racine schools and, I'm not exactly sure what what their plan is to be perfectly honest with you, because uh, not not many schools are going to be doing that alternate schedule. Hopefully, um, in, in my opinion, if we can get through this, that's what our goal here is to get through this fall season, and uh, Racine's going to have to figure that out. Yeah, and we'll be talking to Matt Hensler uh, from uh, Lake Geneva Badger, and they're in the Southern Lakes, and that must have come down recently that they've decided to go all fall because on. The fall uh, return to play checklist from Travis Wilson. Uh, most of the schools in that conference have not checked either one. Okay. Well, and I hope I didn't misspeak. I've just no. That's right. I'm going to ask from, him. From what I've yeah. gathered, maybe maybe I'm in. Maybe I got some bad information there. I I was under the impression from the couple people I know in the Southern Lakes that that it was their plan. Maybe it's maybe it's just a low impact right now that they've decided on. I don't I don't want to. No, nope. and we'll ask him. Oh, yeah. I know Delavan Darian had checked off that they want to play in the fall, and okay. nobody else has has checked no, at least on sure. on this this checklist that that, yeah. that I have. Hey, do you guys as athletic directors, um, Ryan? Do you talk to many athletic directors outside of your conference, or are you mostly, you know, talking to guys? And and I guess I want to say more of a normal time. I would assume. With what's going on now, you're always just talking to guys in your conference. But how much as an athletic director do you, you know, talk to other athletic directors in different conferences? Uh, we, we definitely are talking across the board. And I think we're more talking even statewide on, on some pieces, you know. And especially when you're searching for the, the honest truth and the, the, the real um, answer behind certain things that you see or don't see. Uh, I think there's been a lot of guys calling across the state. I can I can honestly tell you I've been in contact with uh, Scott over at Oak Creek and Jordan at first numerous times over the past two weeks as we were trying to forecast how the dominoes would fall and how could we all help each other in, in terms of keeping the ship moving forward. And uh, So those will, will continue to be ongoing, and I think as – as schools open back up and you know we ebb and flow with this uh, pandemic that we're in, we'll have just on the fly, but we'll work to find answers for sure. Hey, if you're uh, wondering, he said ship like a boat moving forward. <laughs> that was uh, Ryan McMillan. <laughs> just in case anybody's listening, say, wait, wait, what did he just say? Ship with a P moving forward. Hey, Scott, I really appreciate your time. Um, thank yeah. you very much, and and. You know, uh, if there's anything that I can do for you, let me know. If there's any changes going on 
at Oak Creek. I know that uh, here in the next couple of weeks, you guys are going to make some decisions on on different uh, things surrounding these events. Um, you know, let me know when those decisions are made as far as fans and stuff like that. And I, I would sure. like to be able to know more about that. And I don't know if you heard Dan Brunner, but uh, they've decided that WFCA is going to run a combine October 24th for the, the schools that are going to do spring uh, football okay. so that those guys, those seniors can get seen at next yeah. level. And I'll continue to talk about that. But certainly those schools down in Racine, when you're talking to the athletic directors or the coaches down there, let them know that uh, the information on that is coming out on the WFCA website later this week. But they'll have that combine going October 24th at uh, next level. And it's only for, for schools where their kids are playing spring football. And they're going to include seniors. They're going to allow seniors, which they haven't in the past. So let's make sure we spread the word on that. Absolutely. That's good stuff. All right, guys, thanks for having me. And, uh, Ryan, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Sounds you good. Got care, you got it. You guys will talk right, a lot. That's Scott Holler, the athletic director at Oak Creek. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Patrick Wagner. He is, uh, you know, you either talk with him or Waz over at King when you talk city football because – you know, these guys have been doing it for a long time and have had a tremendous amount of success. And I called them both, and Patrick called me back first. So we're going to get to Patrick Wagner, head football coach at Milwaukee Riverside, on the other side of the break to try to figure out what the, what he's thinking that conference is going to do. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show as always presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is the Athletic Director at Muskego. He's Ryan McMillan. Before we get to our next guest, head football coach at Milwaukee Riverside, Patrick Wagner. Um, Ryan, how do you, and I get this a, a, a few times, and I don't know how to answer it. I've got my own way to answer it, but have people talked to you and said, hey, look, you know, if we save one football player right if it's if it's not healthy for all of them if we get one kid sick how are you going to feel about you know having these kids out there playing and i'll say well your your son is 16 do you let him drive and i'll i'll use things like that i'm wondering if you've been asked that and how you've responded so and that's a great question mike and i think it goes back to the the word risk thrown around a lot in this pandemic and activities and even going back to work and and all those other pieces and and those that are trying to you know forecast what is risk what is not uh, how risky is are certain things and, and certain things not and really where we've is the risk is on that of the beholder it's each individual family and student that needs to make that decision if they opt into the programming and want to accept that risk and and you know, coronavirus is not the only risk when you opt into athletic programming, as you know, with all the um, potential injuries and things that can happen there. However, do you out, outweigh that stuff with the positive games, specifically in the mental health uh, world and the connection to school and, and you know, and having that purpose and, and, and driven and all the other things that can go for student athletes. But really, that that's on each individual. Don't... Uh, 
I don't try to forecast what if we do lose someone or don't. I think we do our due diligence to make it as safe as we possibly can and cross our T's and dot our I's and do everything within our power. Control the controllables and then allow the families and the students to make the decisions if they want to opt in and they want that opportunity. Right. And we'll be there for you. And if you don't, that's okay too. And we totally respect that and we will support you and, and try to, you know, even if you're not there in the physical realm, we've had some of our programs uh, connecting with students in the virtual realm as well. So it, uh, we'll do what we can for kids as best we can. And it, it's really their decision. And, you know, from a macro level, the Department of Health and the state of Wisconsin and ultimately Tony Evers will have to make the decision if the risk is, is too great for society to operate, you know, that's going to come from a higher power and not us. So that, uh, and we'll ebb and flow with that as, as needed as well. 100%. Our next guest, and, and I'm a fan and, and I consider him a friend. I, I, I watch him as he, uh, he, he goes to work and, and, and has made Milwaukee Riverside uh, football program you know, certainly one of the, the top city uh, football programs um, in, in Milwaukee. And, and um, I always like talking to Patrick Wagner. Coach, how you doing today? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Hey, um, Patrick, so when we talked the other night, um, I said, hey, city conference, and I'm looking at this list, again, that Travis Wilson put out, fall return to, to play checklist. And most most conferences or schools – you know, have said playing in the fall, postponed to the spring, and the city conference right now, there's no checks there. Um, no decision yet has been made uh, overall in the conference, correct? That is correct. We're, yeah, we're waiting on the health department to um, make a decision on when we can bring students back into our school settings. So there's a couple things going on, obviously. One is we've already started school. So we're virtual, so the health department is monitoring that. And then the other aspect is the, the athletics part. So, we're again, we're dealing with the Milwaukee Health Department a lot and just monitoring the situation. And if the, if the school continues to be virtual, um, Patrick, do you think that, that then that completes, completely shuts you down from playing fall football? I would assume as long as we're virtual, it's going to be really hard for us to um, have any fall sports, simply transportation. And if the health department doesn't feel we're at a, like coach said, a risk level to uh, hold fall sports, then we'll hold off. But um, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's very interesting that it's so fluid, right? Every week is a different possibility and you're just kind of hoping the best. Patrick, I wish it was um, every week. It's more like almost every day, you know, there's, yeah. there's, there's things that are coming out. And when we talked um, a couple of days ago and I asked you to come on, you said, look, I grew up in Menominee Falls. You know, the difference is that I could get on my bike and get to practice. But here in the city, because kids are, are scattered all over the place, that makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, if we were to say, look, even though we're virtual, we can get we can have practice. But now kids are taking two, three buses to get to a practice where maybe they would have one of their, you know, parents or somebody drive them to school in the morning, a whole different set of challenges, I think maybe for coaches and programs and schools within the city. Yes, I agree with you. That's the transportation issue is, uh, is something we always have to consider. Um, you know, it's like what you had said before, it's when I grew up in Miami Falls, it was real easy to bike to the high school or if you need a ride, you just, you know, found a friend that was driving 
um, that not really the case in the city at all times where you may have to take two or three buses. And as we know with the buses, they have limited seating and capacity also, so that may slow things down. Oh, man, that's right. I didn't even think of that. You're right. They do. And kid carrying on his equipment because they probably can't get dressed in the locker room may add a whole different set of, of challenges. Um, Patrick, um, as, as, as we talk and Ryan talks a lot about it, you know, the mental health of some of these kids, I'm sure that you've been in contact uh, via phone or, or Zoom or, or cell phone or, or emails. How are the kids uh, from the Milwaukee Riverside uh, program, how are they holding up mentally through all this? We seem to be okay. It's always hard to say because what a kid's going to tell you and what's reality is two different things, right? And obviously with our kids, they want to, from the conversations we have, they want to play, they want to be with each other, exercise, play ball, etc. cetera. Um, but they seem to, as long as we keep communicating with them, they're working out at home, that their spirits are up and we don't have too many guys that are, Coach, I'm really feeling down. It's more of, hey, we can't wait to get going. And, and I think now that school started for us, that's helped their focus a little bit. But, you know, it's, it's a big concern of mine, too, is, you know, sound mind, sound body. The kids really aren't exercising like they would when they're with us, right? So that changes testosterone levels and, you know, just physical exertion that goes into making yourself feel better. Hey, um, Ryan, one of the things Patrick and I were talking about is he said, look, with this alternative schedule, if we do have to play in the spring and let's say we get done, you know, the week of May 3rd. So, May, you know, somewhere around the 7th, 8th, 9th of May. And then we ask these kids to come back in end of July to start next year's season you know, we're always talking about these kids, the body, and, and, and being able to, to have that off-season to get stronger and get healthy. One of the concerns is now we're going to ask them to come back a couple of months later to get ready for a whole nother season. And I'm wondering, Ryan, if, if, if that's a concern for you as well for some of these schools. Oh, that's a thousand percent a concern for me, and that's why you see us working so dil- diligently. Another reason why to try and make this thing happen in the fall and, and give those uh, season pieces and, and times and, and schedules and rehabilitation schedules and all those other pieces that go into sport to happen. And, and there's there's piles of research about if you do anything, you know, for nine months uh, consecutively, you are bound to be injured. It's like almost 100%. You're, you're going to jam two seasons into a less than a nine-month window. Um, I, I got huge concerns on it, and you heard it at the national level too with uh, you know, college football and in particular the Big Ten and some of these things getting pushed back and, and playing. And even Barry Alvarez is, is a true blue football guy as they come. Not sold on spring football and um, from a health standpoint of the student-athlete. And, and, you know, I... I I got huge reservations, and and we're not willing to go down that path just yet, and uh, we're willing to take a shot at this thing right now and and make it happen and and see what we can get done. Hey Patrick, I I hope that uh, you know you you continue to fight um, to get these kids from the city conference a chance to play football in the fall and 
And as I've said throughout the show, you, you know, you and uh, you can certainly reach out to Ryan McMillan if if you want to have a deeper conversation on some uh, some talking points that he is just a firm believer on and why these kids should be playing. And if there's anything you need from me, let me know. I hope uh, I hope your boys are playing in the fall and we're covering some games in October from the city conference, Patrick. Me too. I, re- I hope so. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Mike. And, yeah, you uh, bet, Patrick. Thank you so much. Yep, that's Patrick Wagner, head football coach at Milwaukee Riverside. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Matt Hensler. Badger football, look, I, I, I reached out to him because it looked to me like they that conference hadn't made a decision. Um, Scott Holler thought maybe they had, but we'll get, uh, we'll get all the information we need on that conference and certainly what's going on in Lake Geneva from Matt Hensler on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGibber. My co-host is the athletic director at Muskego. He's Ryan McMillan. Ryan, talking to, you can hear it in Patrick Wagner's voice that he sure is hoping that they get a chance to play football in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, another point to uh, bring up or, or perspective is when I sat in what our District 7, District 7 Zoom meeting, which is all the athletic directors basically in southeast Wisconsin, um, and we were going around our roundtable district every single one of the milwaukee city conference athletic directors at that time believed they were going to be able to pull off a plan to get their sports off and moving even though they're virtual uh and they sounded very confident in it. and if milwaukee can can do this and pull it off and their um, home to school transportation and some of the unique unique challenges they have but if they pull it off uh, i think across the state everyone will have to take a look in the mirror because the city of milwaukee is is no easy puzzle to solve and they're working diligently to make it happen i know ad was uh was interviewed a while back and she was talking about how they're currently playing sport and really they're not in school right now and they're making contact days happen and, and little scrimmages and things like that with some of the the things they were provided by the wia over the summer and uh, I just applaud them for working at it and in trying to find a solution and, and taking as much time and all the time they need to to try to find a way to make it work for kids and I just give them a lot of credit. Yeah, I agree. Well, we've uh, we've gone around the state and maybe we save the best for last. I don't know about that. We'll we'll find out. Our uh, our buddy up in Lake Geneva Badgers, one of our favorite guests that we get on all the time, whenever we can. He's kind of hard to reach sometimes. He doesn't always return my call, but he is Matt Hensler, head football coach at Lake Geneva Badger. Coach, what's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I don't really know what's going on all the time, to be honest with you. Well, no, I know. I certainly we know that we talk about that behind your back quite a bit. Um, just so you know, hey, um, Southern Lakes Conference. Now on the uh, checklist that I'm looking at, that Travis put up, 
there isn't a check mark. There's one check mark for Delavan Darian that says we're going to play in the fall, but nobody else in the conference. Have you guys made any decisions yet? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, seven of the eight teams in our conference have decided to go in the fall. So um, I know there's been various school board meetings and all that kind of stuff, and the athletic directors are working pretty hard to, to keep everything in line and develop a plan. So seven of the eight, uh, Badgers kind of the last one. We have our school board meeting on Monday where they're going to decide on uh, the fate of fall sports oh. for us. So. Are you going to be at that meeting? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you want me and McMillan to come with you? <laughs> yeah, it, it certainly couldn't hurt. Yeah, I could. McMillan would be the guy you'd really want with you, just to be 100% honest. Um, how do you feel like that vote's going to come down, man? And, and look, you, I don't want you saying anything on the air that's going to get you in any kind of trouble, so let's just be careful with that. But how do you personally feel that that vote's going to come? Well, I, I think it's still going to rely on a little bit of input from our parents. Uh, there was a school board meeting two weeks ago, and our parents were pretty active. Uh, with their concerns and, and their desire to have kids back in school and uh, fall sports to happen. So I think that needs to happen again. Uh, I think there was, there were several school districts in our area that uh, voted last week to, to move forward with fall sports like Wistosha and Wilmot. And, um, so those, that's positive and that's going to help us. Uh, I think it'd be pretty hard to move us to spring and not have anybody to play. I think yeah. that's a big deal, but I, I think it's there's going to be a need for more parent involvement at this point. Boy, I, I tell you, um, Ryan, I, if if uh, if you and I have time, money, we, we I'd like to. I would love to be a fly on the wall in that meeting because I'd like to hear um, from both sides. And as you have said now for a couple of weeks, look, you know your why. You, you're very solid conviction on 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 where that comes from and i'm hoping that the people that are going to make the decision at badger have that same conviction whether they're on on one side of the decision or the other and i hope that they take the mental health of the student athletes in to that decision process yeah and i think oh go ahead no go ahead ryan no the only thing i was going to say uh to that mike and, and build upon is um, is going back to what Coach Brunner said, and some school districts, and in particular in the Fox Valley, that was kind of blindsided by the decision that their school board made. Um, and and Coach just said it where there's going to be some parental involvement here. Um, I can tell you in that community, their parents do, do have a strong, compelling why, and they believe in in what their need. And they're going back to their school board to have further conversations and trying to help them help their their students. And I think uh, I think that's a positive when the community starts to to express where they're at and, and what they feel they they need for the health of their their children in particular. Yeah, very much so. Um, Coach Hensley, let, let's. Uh... Get away from Lake Geneva Badger for a minute, but but your family, everybody's healthy, yes? Yeah, um, they're going they're crazy just like me. Uh, so yeah, all, all of our schedules are bonkers right now. So that's been hard on all of us, and 
including me, maybe even more so me, but uh, I've got I've got one in grade school, one in middle school, and one in, in high school, and they've all been affected negatively on a, a little bit different level. But it, it's been interesting. It's been a process. You know, we, we had talked, um, and I've told this story, but this woman I work out with talks a lot about the mental health side of it. And, you know, you've got younger kids, not like super young anymore, but younger kids. And the, the idea of having them stay at, at, in their house and not get out and see their friends and not exercise and not get to class and hang out with their buddies there, how hard has that been on them? It's interesting, and or maybe it's not so interesting, but with our kids specifically, the more they need us as parents, the less effective they are. So my little guy, he's still pretty dependent on us. And um, so he's not that affected. It's just like, hey, I got, I got time to mess around and do kid stuff. And it's not that big a deal. And then my oldest, she's a sophomore, a little bit more independent, doesn't need us as much. Her being shut down has really, really affected her. And uh, it's taking a toll on her big time. And then my middle schooler, right in the middle. And so good days, bad days. Boy. Well, I hope that uh, that, that meeting on Monday goes the way that, that, that you want it, Coach. Yeah. And, and have you know what? Because if not, boy, it's going to be, you're going to have to be trying to figure out games and trying to find teams to play and, and all of that. And, and not that that, you know, it can't happen because it certainly can. But if all the other teams in your conference are saying, okay, we're good. Let's let's yeah. give this a shot. And like, you know, Ryan and, and Dan Brunner talked about, if, if if you have to shut it down, you then have spring as a backup if you need it. Right. And I, I just want that to be the last resort for us because um, I think sometimes we're kind of hanging on to the spring option, like it's the, the lifeboat and everything's all good. And, and it's almost as if some people see that spring option without – uh, see, with, uh, without any downsides, plus, you know, when you talk to the spring sport coaches in our building, it have a huge, huge impact on our spring sports, negative. So, yeah, if it's a last resort, it's a last, last resort, but it doesn't need a last resort. Yeah, I agree. Hey, um, last question for you, Coach, and, and maybe we're putting the cart before the horse, but what uh, – <laughs> How do you feel about the kids coming back? Um, you feel like you can be competitive in a, in a pretty good football conference like the Southern Lakes? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, it is so weird right now where we're at because, you know, we haven't even been able to think in terms of where we fit in the conference and we haven't been able to even think about competition. Uh, it is so bizarre right now. All the stuff that we've been doing to try to help take care of our kids and all the ups and downs and, the things that have happened to our kids and with our kids and outside influences and all this other stuff that we, we're just, we're going crazy trying to worry about our stuff. I, I didn't put any time or effort into the rest of the conference. It's just weird. It's, you know, where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing August 22nd. It, it, we're not even close. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's crazy to even think about that. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It is, Coach. And, and, you know, with with these kids trying to figure out, are they going to be back in school? Are they going to be able to compete? Are they going to be able to play? It's, it's 
you know, going to be a short kind of, okay, we, here we go. Let's get after it, I think. Right. And, and stuff like that. So, Hey, it's always good to talk to you, coach. I, I miss our conversations. Uh, reach out to me when, when, uh, when you get a chance and, you know, let me know once you guys make that decision, what the decision then the next step is, are you going to allow fans to games? Are you going to let media people come in and stuff like that? Yeah. Make sure you let me know on that as we're trying to put together that schedule for Thursday night lights. We'll do. We'll do. You got it. Keep hey, up Matt, the th- work, man. Spread the word. You got it. Thank you, Matt. All right. See you guys. Let's, yep. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, Ryan and I will uh, wrap this show up. It's been a good one. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. Man, it's been a show. My goodness. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego High School. So, Ryan, I think the common theme behind behind every guest that we had on, from Dan Brunner to Joel Beard, who's the AD at Beloit Memorial, to Scott Holler, the AD at Oak Creek, to Patrick Wagner, to Matt Hensler, to you, is every guest we had on believes that that playing football in the fall is the best option for these student-athletes. Yeah, totally agree. And, again, I I don't know that it's necessarily football. I mean, the hard part with the nature of the sport and and the beast that it is, a lot of people want to take shots at it and want to debate it and negotiate it and, and, you know, want to try and potentially some instances but um you know really it's about the student athlete and regardless of the the sport and I, I really believe wholeheartedly we shouldn't even be talking about any of the other sports uh because those mitigation strategies are, are fairly uh, more succinct and easy and the sport of football takes a little bit more work but it can be done and it will be done and, and will be okay um but that, that's the other interesting part to me for school districts is, is I can kind of wrap my head around on why they would want to take more time to evaluate football, but, but not, not necessarily. Hey, talk about the other sports now. Um, those have gotten going, correct? Have, have you guys started any, uh, has any yeah. games been played and, and who, uh, who's practicing? What's going on with all that? So tennis and golf have had multiple competitions i believe already it was later this week uh, wednesday thursday uh, friday in particular um, and i believe they may be out there again today Um, our girls swim team is is really really large they got huge numbers and coaches have broken that down into shifts and waves and practice and, and they've done a great job of scheduling to abide by USA Swimming's guidelines in the pool and follow every mitigation strategy there is with uh, swim. And if you look into swim a little bit further, um, the swimming environment is not where the virus wants to be and it cannot survive. But they've done a nice job of following every every piece of being indoors in a pool. Um, And I give them a lot of credit. And cross country is huge numbers as well. 
and they are out there running every day and they have done a great job and really kind of all summer long as they they worked with our, our weight strength staff in our, our summer school programming to mitigate the large number of kids create a schedule now it's not convenient for the coach they're staying there a little bit longer they're sure. working a little bit longer on the front end with the planning and some of those other pieces but they're doing it and they're being very successful at it and the amount of kids that have been on campus and in are leaving and smiling and, and connected I think it is very powerful and, and it's been great to see it really has to be honest with you boy that's good and, and I know that uh, certainly uh, that coach Krause and that staff and those uh, those players are excited to know that um, they're gonna get a chance to play football uh, in what I think is the best football conference in in the state and I say that every year um, speaking of that um, Ryan, you know, I always get arguments from that from Steve Jones at Kimberly. And, you know, I don't know if people that listen to the show know that he's had a really difficult couple of weeks personally. And, and all I would ask is, uh, you know, if, if, if you're somebody that prays for people that are struggling with some things, please uh, pray for him and his family. Yeah, I do that. I talked to him the other day and, and he'll come on. Um, our show here in the next couple of weeks. It's just been a real difficult couple of uh, weeks for him. And uh, certainly our prayers are, are with him. And, and the last thing he's thinking about right now is playing football in the fall. And uh, and he let me know that, uh, you know, he'll get through this and, and, and he'll be okay. But it's just been a tough couple of weeks. And and so I getting back to the boys at Muskego, do you know, has there been many kids or parents that, expected to be part of the program that have said you know what we're going to probably um sit this one out um mike we got the highest numbers of sign up participation we've had in the history of our program um this year so uh the answer is no no um and it's it's we're we're kind of certainly with our staff as we continue to plan and and work to mitigate and we successfully executed um you know some of our contact days and and it's it's been interesting it's a it, again everyone has their own unique problems and it's okay and we're happy that our, our community uh trusts us and that the the boys are coming um we're gonna keep working at it but yeah no it, it our numbers are up uh the program's healthy and and we're ready to keep uh kick this thing oh. off and keep moving forward you know, for the coaching staff at Arrowhead and Kettle Moraine and McGuanico and Oconomowoc and Waukesha schools, I bet they just love to hear that the numbers have, are higher than they've ever been at Muskego. <laughs> I'm sure that just makes them smile, Ryan. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it does. I, I, I'm sure they take great deal of pride in Muskego <laughs> being alive and well. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm sure that uh, that they do. Hey, when is the first day? And maybe you've started already, but when is the first day the kids actually are in class in their seats? Uh, for school is September 1 for us. Okay. So that's coming up. And like we had talked about uh, the first couple of weeks on this, that you guys had, you guys, have, the doors have been open here for a while because of summer school and some other things and, and uh, feel pretty confident with the direction that everything's going it will be a different animal on september 1st though right with that amount of kids in the in the building oh 100 percent it will be and uh this past week our, our staff got back into the building um a lot of them have been in already and have been working but really we kind of got all of them back together and 
we're able to socially distance in our PAC and in Principal Irvine uh, and our administrators did an awesome job of of laying out how what the plan looks like and how we move forward and, and the ebbs and flows that we're going to face and, and how we're going to mitigate and manage this situation and it's it's not going to be easy it's not going to be uh smooth and but we have to change and lean on each other to to help each other through this thing yeah no doubt and if you uh if you're just joining us or you missed uh, that last segment um i know that uh when when coach uh when scott holler talked about the Southern Lakes. He thought he had heard uh, that they're going to the spring, but then talking with uh, Matt Hensler, um, everybody so far, other than Badger, has uh, said, no, we're going to play in the fall. And Badger has that meeting on Monday um, to make that decision. So, you know, with the Southern Lakes, almost everybody uh, playing in the fall, if, if Badger's able to make that decision, it'll be a full conference that will, will move uh, into the fall. And I think that you know, probably the, the best thing that can happen for Lake Geneva Badgers be able to follow the conference. Um, Ryan, do you think that, that the people that will make that decision uh, are going to look at some of the other schools in that area in that conference and see what they did and then take their lead from them? Or do you think that school boards just make their own decisions on stuff like this? No, I believe they'll look externally in what's going around um, the area. And I, I think it happens everywhere. Um, across our state and you take into account what others are doing and how you're doing and because really none of us know what's coming tomorrow with this pandemic kind of reaching out and taking a look at what each other's doing to try and find the best possible solution so I believe their school board members uh, have been doing that and probably have had conversations with other school board members in, in other districts and, and understanding uh, where they fell and how they fell and listening to their, their district's leadership and will make the best. Hey, last thing, Ryan, uh, UW Credit Union is back in with our uh, our team of the week. And with football being moved back, I'm going to have to, uh, to you're going to need to give me a little help with tennis and golf and, and girls swim and cross country because that, and not really in my wheelhouse, pal. So I'm going to be reaching out to you and saying, hey, who do you think my uh, UW Credit Union team of the week? And you're going to say this tennis team or golf team. I may need some help from you on that. I got you on that one. We got some good ones. So let's do it. That's it. You got it. He is Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. Uh, Mitch, back at the station. Well done today, young man. Well done. And uh, thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 